630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 630 Chad. Edmonton prospects home games Tuesday and Wednesday against Medicine Hat. The prospects are 20 and 22 on the season. They're tied for the fourth and final playoff spot in the West, but they're only two and a half games out of second place. Medicine Hat coming in at 22 and 20. So seven o'clock tomorrow and Wednesday, prospects and Medicine Hat. FC Edmonton will have a home game Saturday at four against Forge FC. The Edmonton Stingers, two wins over the weekend, both on the road. They beat Guelph 99-84, then won 105-103 against Hamilton. They're back in Ontario on Friday to play the Niagara River Lions. Good showdown looming there. The Stingers are 11-4. The River Lions are 12-3. We had the uh, manager of the Confederation Park Trappers on the show on Friday night, Travis Sormaz as uh, his team had just advanced to the national championship game in the senior Little League tournament. That was on Saturday in Cape Breton against Quebec and unfortunately didn't go the way for the local team there. 18-8 Quebec able to win, but nonetheless another good season for the Confederation Park Trappers. The Edmonton Oilers are uh, releasing a Battle of Alberta power pack so you can get tickets to all three games against the Flames this season, the September 20th preseason game, then regular season home games on December 27th and January 29th. Those go on sale at noon tomorrow and only on sale for four days. It is the Battle of Alberta Power Pack. Eskimos, Argos coming up Thursday. Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Our coverage will start at 6. The game kicks off at 7.30. Please welcome back to the 6.30 Chet Studio. Safety for the green and gold, Jordan Hoover. Jordan, how are you doing? Hey, excellent, Reed. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Well, thanks for stopping by. I know it's been a busy day for you, and it all started at K-Days with Monday Morning Magic. Tell me about this experience for you and your teammates. Uh, rewarding, man. I mean, you know, just just waking up, going over there, seeing the smile, smiles on the kids' faces. You know, uh, they just want to meet you, greet you. You know what I mean? Uh, you get you get the whole morning to, you know, spend time with these kids and learn a little bit about them, hear their stories, uh, take some pictures, sign some autographs, get on the rides. Um, you, you almost grow attached to them. You keep seeing them. You know, you're doing the laps and you're seeing the same ones running over it. Sign my ball against sign my ball. It's like. Eh. I signed it already, but yeah, if you got something else for me, but I mean, it's just so rewarding to give back to the kids, man. So, so rewarding. Uh, any Anything really touching or humorous maybe somebody said to you today? Um, nothing specific other than just, just the, the whole ambiance of just the general good feeling, the good vibe. I mean, just... Just the kids was just so happy, you know, smiles on their faces, just so happy to be there, and, and it just kind of... Put it, I'll put a lot into perspective of, you know, how rewarding it, uh, this job is and how lucky we are. And just to, just like I said, just to be able to give back. Yeah, well said. Well, I know this has been a big part of Eskimos history mm-hmm. doing this. So that's that's good for you guys. Um, any rides? Are you a big rides guy? Uh, you know what? I how am, dangerous do you get? Uh, as, as dangerous as they come. I, I mean, I love <laughs> I love my uh, my carnival rides. But today, uh, today I, I kept my feet on the ground. I did more of the, the meet and greet <laughs> approach. But you would go on like the the drop of doom or the crazy swing. Oh, absolutely! Yes, yeah, sign me up. I'm I'm ready. Anything. 
anything. You don't care. No, no. I mean, eh, the way I see it, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Until then, I'm I'm good with anything. Ed. If it's on a carnival ride, so be it. Exactly. So be it. That's my story then. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you met some existing fans and, and made some new fans of this course. morning. So good for you guys for Thank getting you. out for Monday Morning Magic. Coming off a game on uh, Saturday that, that didn't go the way you wanted against the Alouettes. Look, I know you guys aren't going to make excuses, mm-hmm. but I have to ask you this because it was commented on several times that day. Tell me about the heat and the humidity in Montreal. Uh, terrible. I mean, you know, we, we, were, we were told all week, you know, boys, it's going to be hot, you know, drink your water, drink your water. But I don't really think anything could have prepared, you know, me, let alone the team for that heat. Uh, I think they said, you know, 44 degrees to us, uh, 100 plus in Fahrenheit to the Americans. Uh, it was blistering hot, humid, you know, I felt like you're trying to breathe through fog, a cloud of some sort, and, you know, uh, soaking wet by the time a walkthrough is done. I remember a teammate of mine, you know, who played down in Texas, were like, you know, what's Texas like? We know we hear it's hot. He goes, it's just like this, you know what I mean? So hot, 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 crazy hot. Now, was it, did it inhibit your play, do you think? Um, you never, you never want to use it as an excuse, but, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'd be lying to say it didn't hurt a little bit. I mean, you know, um, it just, especially on the long drives and, and, and struggling to breathe and just, you know, and that's when the little things start to slip little mental mistakes. When you start focusing more on your breathing and, you know, catching your breath and you start to you forget about the other things, your keys, and that you might maybe slowed you down a bit. And, you know, like I say, you never want to use it as, as a true excuse, but it was, it was difficult to plan, but both teams had to plan it, you know, not, not, it wasn't just one-sided. We both did it. You know, you make the adjustments, you know, on the sideline with, you know, the extra water bottle service and uh, cold towels and the ice tubs and you know putting around your neck so we we tried to compensate the heat tried to battle it but it it definitely took its toll for sure 20 to 10 montreal wins their opening touchdown they they rolled a trick play they ran a trick play with the reverse and then the pass to the quarterback Vernon adams Mm -hmm. got in the end zone you know obviously i'm sure frustrating from your defensive standpoint to give that one up how did it break down for you? Uh, well, I mean, trick plays aren't something you, you normally see in film. I mean, you, you really only get a chance to run it once. So um, personally on that play, I remember, you know, seeing the pitch out and then seeing the one guy, uh, I think it might have been uh, Lewis coming back, and I thought double reverse, okay, let's go get him, and then start running after him and then see him pull up and throw. And, I, you know, you look and Vernon's wide open. You're just like, oh, oh man. Hustle, hustle, get to the ball. Uh, nice play. I mean, give them credit. Their own little version of Philly, Philly special, I guess. I think I had read somewhere that they might have practiced it once, and 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 the guy threw an interception or something. But I mean, it comes down to it. It, it worked against us. It, it fooled us. I mean, uh, disappointed to see. You know, we're we're a solid defense uh, schematically and mentally, and it just got us. I mean, simple as that. Vernon Adams is making a lot of headlines this year. What would your scouting report on on him be? I mean, Montreal's been able to put together a nice little run, and he's he's sure. sort of the leader there. Is he's, does he present some challenges for defenses? I mean, of course. I mean, you, you got to go in, in, into the game thinking a little differently. Like this is a mobile quarterback with a good arm. Um, you know, I, I, as a free safety, I study you know his his footwork and and his shoulders, what he's reading, where he's looking, and you know his shoulder might be leaning one way, and then he can whip his arm and throw it the complete opposite direction. So now you. You're, you're fighting the read. Is it a true read? Is he, is he really holding it that way, looking this way, or is he trying to bait me, go that way? So uh, 
uh, he's nothing short. He's great. He's a great quarterback, and uh, they they do have a good thing going with him. And you know, um, you know, he leaks out of contain and then containment, and then you know he's got the the field in front of him. And if you if you jump up on it, then he's going to throw behind you. Or if you you sit back in coverage, he's going to run. It's it's a dual triple threat. Call it what you want. He's he's a great quarterback. Jordan Hoover, safety for the Edmonton Eskimos, joining us on Inside Sports tonight. That loss aside, you guys haven't allowed a ton of points this mm-hmm. season. You haven't allowed a ton of first downs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of positives around the defense. Of course. You're you're right in the middle of it. Tell us what do you think is is working from right from personnel to, to Coach Lawley. Well, I mean, started with Coach Lawley and his his attitude, his mindset. I mean, he he drilled it into us the first day first day of camp, you know, back in May. Um we're gonna be fast, we're gonna be physical, and we're gonna to get to the football. And when we blitz we're going to get to the quarterback. You know we're going to blitz, and we're still going to get to the quarterback. So you might know what we're in, but you still have to beat us. You know, I got, I have the luxury of being, you know, you know, this free safety kind of like the quarterback of the defense. I got 11 savages in front of me just hungry to get a chance at the football. You know, at a moment's notice, they're ready to shoot. And it's just, it just, it's a, it's a, it's a camaraderie, a brotherhood of guys that just want to do the best they can for each other, not just themselves. It's it's not selfish football at all. And you know, our, our model that kind of little joke in the locker room going going around is like, the more you hustle, the luckier you get. So you, you may as well get around the football. You know, and, and the ball could come out, the ball can get tipped up. You got to be around it to make plays. And to have great plays happen, you got to be willing to make the great play. So it's just it's an it's a mindset, it's an attitude that has been very contagious in their defense. All right, for you personally as an athlete, before we talk about the team preparation, mm-hmm. how do you deal with a short week? You just played Saturday, you play again on Thursday. You mentioned the heat in Montreal, yep. not as hot, but mm-hmm. still a pretty warm week here in Edmonton too. Um, so short week, uh, obviously you're limited in practice, so it comes down to uh, the lonely work, the lonely work we call it, um, what you're doing, you know, after the four and a half hours they have you, what you're doing at home, you know, a lot of mental reps, um, it's going to be a big film week, you know. Uh, I'm going to sit at home and 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 just dissect, 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 digest. You know, watch it. Watch the quarterbacks' drops. Watch the formations. Watch the route concepts. Um, you know, have a couple of the guys come over. And we'll do it together. You know what I mean? Or sit sit that extra couple hours at the field. It, it really comes down to uh, you know a lack of on field time, but it comes down to what you're going to do in your books, in your film. That's really what it comes down to. How much film do will you watch this week? Do you think? Uh, <laughs> The correct answer Five is a hours, lot. 10 hours, 15 hours, several, oh, several hours. We're putting in hours a day, several, yeah. several hours a day. You know, we meet as a defense, watch it. Uh, you know, I think an hour, hour and a half, two hours are actually uh, uh, giving us more time on our day four walkthrough to watch more film. And then it's the film you watch at home. And, you know, uh, sometimes it's, you know, film watching uh, with your notes right next to you, writing down everything. And sometimes it's, you know, put, put a movie on in the background and, and, and watch the film and just kind of just see the patterns in your head. But it's this, this iPad is going to be in front of me from the moment I get home tonight until, you know, kickoff, basically. I mean, I'm, we're going to be di- going through it, uh, you know, day four, day five, like game day. I mean, something, something, there's never enough. You know what I mean? Like the correct answer is a lot, but like at the same time, the reality is that you're not going to watch enough of it. Right. And must be great to be back home for a home game of first course. one in a month. Of course. I mean, you, you take for granted that home field advantage. Uh, obviously, for the, the traveling aspect, you go away on these long road games and it takes its toll. But uh, just just being able to play in this Edmonton community in front of these fans, like it, it's something special, that atmosphere that they bring. It, it just, you know, it had had we uh, had the opportunity to play a game like we did in Montreal here, just just 
having the crowd there and knowing that your fans have your back, you know, gives you that little extra push in those in those tough moments for sure. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to play in front of our fans. All right, you guys got the twenty-two dollar general admission. Mm-hmm. We do, we do. Uh, kids under seventeen are free. Uh, so uh, it's going to be a beautiful day, great football game. So please come out, and join us. Yeah, that's an awesome deal for sure. Jordan, you're an awesome interview. Thanks for making time for us. Continued success on that defense and with the Eskimos as a whole, man. I Thanks appreciate it. Thanks by. for having me, eh? Thank you very much. Uh, Jordan Hoover checking in safety for the Edmonton Eskimos. Really good to talk to him. And, yeah, they are right back at it Thursday against the Toronto Argos. Jason Moss is in with Morley Scott between 7.30 and 8. We're going to reel Morley in after the break. It's our YEG with 630 Chad. Get your tickets to the Eskimos' next home game Thursday against the Argonauts with a halftime show by Jade Eagleson. Then 630 Chad proudly supports the St. Albert Rotary Rib Fest Community Fundraiser at Lions Park August 2nd to August 5th. Chow down on some mouth-watering ribs for great causes. That's our YEG. I'm Margo Marin. For details on these and more events, visit 630Chad.com. The Drive to Surprise sales event is on now at Kia. Come in today and get 0% financing for up to 84 months in the 2019 Sorento and Sportage, plus a $1,000 bonus. Or lease the all-new 2019 Forte for 0%. And that's not all. Get up to 5000 in cash discounts on select models. So hit the road in our versatile lineup, loaded with enhanced safety features and fully capable of handling all your summer adventures. Visit a dealership today or go to kia.ca for full offer details. Henry Singer's Summer Red Hanger Sale starts Thursday, featuring the season's final markdowns. Save up to 60% off designer suits, jackets, dress pants, outerwear, and summer sportswear. These Red Hanger deals won't last long. Hurry into Henry Singer Manulife Place and at henrysinger.com. Right? Where did I pull that from? <laughs> Wednesday, August 7th on Global. Here we come, baby. Let's do it. The gang returns home. We're actually all here doing a 90210 reboot for something truly unexpected. We're changing things up. Not everything is the way it appears. It feels good to be back with these people. It feels like home. <laughs> Beverly Hills 90210 returns Wednesday, August 7th on Global. Talk to the experts is your chance to listen, learn, and discuss topics with experts in their field. This week, join the experts from McGuire Financial and Pure Air Experts. On Talk to the Experts, Saturdays only on 630 Chad. Def Leppard hits Canada. July 29th, Rogers Place. A trip through their past with special guest Tesla, Jeff Leopard. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Jeff Leopard hits Edmonton. You're listening to 6:30 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. It is 20 after 7, or 7.20, depending on how you learned how to tell time. It's uh, 10 before 7.30. (laughs) Now, Morley. Speaking of uh, the changing world, Pat Fitzgerald is the football coach at Northwestern University in the NCAA. He had this answer when asked why attendance is down at games. These things. I think phones, I think technology has been the decline in attendance, number one. I think, you know, watching young people today 
live like this instead of like that. You know, Stacy and I were on a date last night, and there was two couples, two groups of couples sitting next to us, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm old. Like, not one of the four couples were talking to each other. They were all on their phones, and it just drove me up to I literally wanted to be like a dad and go, like, give me your phone, talk to each other. <laughs> I mean, this is pathetic. So it was really, really pathetic, and I think that's just it's just changed the way – a lot of younger people and younger fans intake is all through technology and i mean you watch a concert and everybody's holding their phone up like listen watch take it in create a memory because they don't go back and watch the videos they just want to post it on their social media which is pathetic because it creates a society of look at me isn't my life great even though when they go home they're like i hate myself i hate my life everything's wrong so i think it's a big cause i think it's i think it's the root cause Number one, um, you know, I think the fans that grew up going and tailgating and the fans that grew up going to the stadiums four hours before the games are getting a little older. And I think the next and, and younger generation of fans are more reliant on technology. They'd rather have 12 TVs set up in their in their TV watching cave than go to a game and experience the pageantry and the tailgating. So I think it's definitely things that we, we need to look at as, as, as a brand, college football, on how we can maybe create that type of environment and experience while respecting our communities and our neighborhoods to make sure the experiences that are happening don't impede on those neighborhoods. Pat Fitzgerald, the head football coach at Northwestern University. A little meandering. I'm not sure everybody who posts on social media goes home and hates their lives. But <laughs> but an interesting message, and, and we've discussed this on and off air over the, over the years, Morley. You and I have known each other a while now. The times are changing. I think the attention spans are changing. Uh, that's the biggest I, thing. I, I, I don't think it's fair to say it's only younger people. Because everybody has a phone and everybody can distract, be distracted by it. Yeah. Younger people are growing up in a world where they will always have a phone, and that may change their expectations for how they're entertained or how much time they spend doing something. And so I think the world, pro sports teams, might have to change. Not Well, he's not pro, but big-time sports might have, might have to change. Technically with it. not pro, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. And that's I think a lot of people are struggling to do that. That's why they've uh, a lot of uh, places have put together those those meeting areas at games instead of seats, right? Uh, the Eskimos did it with those little lounges in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stadiums have those areas where there's no seats. There's just tables, and you just go, you get your beer, and you take your phone, and you, you tweet, you watch, you talk, whatever, right? It's It's... People want that spot where they can go to do that. Are we at a... Or, well, we're obviously not at this point yet. Well, some people might be. I don't think we are as as a society, as Morley checks his phone. I actually just texted him while he was answering that question. <laughs> I was like, good answer, Morley. Uh, <laughs> are we at the point, or, or will we, we be at the point, maybe in 20 years, maybe in 50 years, maybe in 100 years, who knows? Are we at the point, are we approaching the point where it'll be three hours will be too long to ask people to sit in one place and watch a sporting event, even if it's something they're passionate about? It might be. It might be. Everything is so instantaneous. Everything is so immediate. Everything is so quick now. And I think maybe that does. I know leagues, whether it's hockey, baseball, football, they're trying to get the game shorter, right? They're trying to figure out a way to make the game shorter because of that very reason. So... I, I don't know if a game if a game is does not hold you on the edge of your seat for the entire game. I think that's when 
you know, that's and the problem. No, and that's not going to happen. Virtually no game will. No game will ever do that. You're no. right. So that's the problem they have. They have to figure out a way to keep people entertained. And, I mean, look at the Eskimos spend a ton of money at Commonwealth to put in the Wi-Fi so people could be yeah, on their right. phones while they're at the game, right? Right. And we've seen... Now, I, I don't want to say that these sports are, are mainstream because they're not televised... There's no there's no uh, rugby sevens night in Canada or Friday night three x three basketball. There might be someday, and those are sports that have taken the traditional versions of their game and scaled it down. I, I mean, th- rugby sevens would be like saying, "All right, from two to five o'clock on Saturday afternoon at Rogers Place, it's going to be uh, the Oilers and Flames will play a twenty minute three on three game." Then the uh, then the Kings will play the Ducks, and then the Oilers will play the Kings, and, and then that that that'd be their little day. And you'd go watch six games, mm-hmm. and if one of them's terrible, well, who cares? It's over in ten minutes. Yeah, and you can and, watch. and it's and or it's you can miss action. a game to go, play or you on can your miss the game and then come back. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. It's it's I I I agree with what he's talked about at a restaurant. I I notice that a lot too. People. You know, right across the table. Yeah, are you actually out for dinner? And if yeah, you just get you. I always wanted to institute a thing at my house when the kids come over, when my son and his wife and my daughter and her boyfriend are there, and it's like, get a basket, right? Put the phones in the basket. Let's just sit around and talk. But if I did that, I'm afraid they wouldn't like come. Like you're going into a courtroom they, or something. Yeah, they wouldn't come if I did that, though, I don't think. I think they would. Now nah, I'm going to stay home and play on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, there, to me, there's still nothing about seeing a sporting event live. But I understand there may be there there are probably many people who will say, well now my I have I, I mean is, can you even buy a TV that's not forty inches anymore? I guess you can probably still get twenty sevens. Yeah. Which when I was thirty years ago when I was going to high school, finishing high school and getting ready to go to university, I was like, well forty inch TV that'd be incredible. That'd be massive. So, and you get multiple replays, and if you don't like the game, you can change the channel or go yep. outside. Yeah. Now, but you're also getting to the point now where you can, if you people say, I don't go because I like to watch the games and watch the replays. Well, you can watch that on your phone while you're at the game. Well, true, you could. You, know? <laughs> you could. And, and I mean, uh, teams tweet out the highlights almost as they happen, right? You know, the Eskimos score a touchdown. That's the interesting thing, yeah. Two minutes on, later, the Eskimos website's tweeting out that it's touchdown. It's on the CFL Twitter account. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. over the place. So, yeah, the way we're concerned, and it's hard to get ahead of that, right? But the way sports fans, and I, and I don't know if you worry so much about the hardcore sports fans. It's the people who are like, well, they would watch the game, but how do you get them to pick the game mm-hmm. over whatever over playing Candy Crush for an hour on your phone? All right, uh, the Blue Jays trail Cleveland 6-3 in the bottom of the seventh. Jason Moss getting set to slide in with Morley Scott for the weekly coaches show. I'll be back tomorrow with Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Thanks to the producer, Dave Campbell, our studio producer, Kellen Kennedy. My name is Reed Wilkins. Have a great night. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.